Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Billboard on Broadway podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca Millsoff, senior editor at Billboard and Broadway expert here. So no matter what kind of music you're a fan of, high school was most likely a formative time for you for figuring out what your taste was, the artists you looked up to, uh, the songs that are most meaningful to you. So I don't think it's coincidental that for many musical theater fans, high school is when we really became fully obsessed with shows. In part, it's because high school is kind of the emotionally perfect time uh, for that when heightened personal feelings and the heightened emotions of Broadway musicals align. But it's also because in high school, many of us who like theater and like performing uh, have the opportunity to do so. And those of us who are now far outside high school, but still big musical theater fans, now have one amazing way to relive our high school musical theater dreams, the Jimmy Awards. The Jimmies, as they're nicknamed, are officially called the National High School Musical Theater Awards, and they're basically like the Tonys for high school kids. Young men and women who have won local competitions around the country come to New York City for an intensive week of training with industry pros, culminating in this mega performance at the Minskoff Theater on Broadway, where two actors win it all and are named Best Actor and Best Actress. In the grand scheme of things, the Jimmies are a fairly recent phenomenon. I actually only became aware of them in 2012 when a three-part series about that year's show called Broadway or Bust aired on PBS. Uh, you can actually still watch that on PBS.org, and I highly recommend it. And since then, a whole world of YouTube videos of Jimmy's performers past has emerged, and that is also a very fun internet spiral to go down. You can see the incredible medleys that the groups of girls and guys sing, and also the show-stopping solos that each Jimmy's finalist performs. Much like watching professionals on Broadway, there is just a total thrill in seeing super talented people singing their hearts out on stage, but it's especially so because these are teenagers who are pretty roundly incredible. And by the way, before this episode starts, you're going to hear last year's winner, Sophia Delir, singing She Used to Be Mine from Waitress. This year's show uh, is tonight. And in advance of it, I was able to chat with two longtime Jimmy's coaches who themselves have quite impressive Broadway resumes, Adam Cantor and Shelley Williams, and one judge, Montego Glover, also a Broadway vet, about what exactly goes on behind the scenes and what it's like to be in the middle of the very emotional Jimmy's world. 
first of all, can you just introduce yourselves and tell me a little bit about your history with the Jimmies and also what kind of musical theater background you're kind of bringing to the table for the awards? Sure, I'll start. My name is Shelley Williams. I have been coaching the Jimmy Awards for four years now. Um, and I began, I was an adjunct at NYU, and that's how I was originally brought in. But my Broadway career started at Rent, um, and then I did Aida on Broadway. I was in the original cast of that. Yay. And then I became a director. And so for the last 15 years, I have been directing regionally. I've done some um, projects on Broadway and some lots of uh, tours. <laughs> Well, as a very big Aida fan, I'm excited to meet you. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Aida was a pivotal moment in my own young musical theater life. <laughs> yes, yes. Montego, you want to go next? Sure, sure. Um, I'm Montego Glover. Um, I have been working and living in New York professionally for as an actress for, gosh, over a decade, a little more now. Um, I made my Broadway debut in the original company of The Color Purple, um, and then uh, went on to work on another project called Memphis, um, which I'm very happy to say earned me a Tony nomination, which I'm so pleased and kind of privileged and blown away by still many years later. Well-deserved. Um, I've worked on the... <laughs> thank you. Um, worked on the last revival of Little Miss Rob playing Fontaine, and a great comedy recently on Broadway with... Uh, David Hyde Pierce and Tyne Daly and the gang, Harriet Harris, called It Should Have Been You, um, another original Broadway company. Um, and I'm currently playing uh, Angelica Schuyler in the Chicago company of Hamilton. Yes. And I came to the Jimmies. <laughs> and I came to the Jimmies as a judge. Um, honestly, I think I actually judged the very first Jimmy Awards, if not one of the first Jimmy Awards. Um, it was very exciting. Still, it is a very exciting thing to do, um, to be brought into the process of seeing all this incredible young talent and, you know, giving them an opportunity to, to win that award and, and go on to do great things with the, um, with the prize. Cool. Hello. Uh, <laughs> my name is Adam Cantor. Uh, let's see. I also started on Broadway in Rent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was my Ooh. debut. And then uh, since then, I've done Next to Normal, Avenue Q, the last five years, Fiddler on the Roof, and currently in The Band's Visit, uh, which just won a lot of Tonys yeah. about a week yeah. ago. So we're still <laughs> floating on that high. And um, yes. I love the Jimmies. It's one of my favorite parts of the year. Um, I've been doing it uh, for the last four or five years. Yeah. 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 Excellent. I should say that the last episode of Billboard on Broadway was a recap of the band's visit podcast because it seemed like a good time to revisit <laughs> after the Tonys. Band's revisit. <laughs> well, this seems like a good point to just start with. Like, what are the Jimmies in general? Like, they're a pretty recent phenomenon in the grand scheme of things. And uh, I know that I only sort of became aware of them a few years ago when I think they were there was a special broadcast on PBS maybe mm -hmm. um, and like mm -hmm. a lot of other people became sort of obsessed immediately um, so we just love to hear from uh, you guys sort of a little bit of recent context for what the show is and what it entails it's amazing <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing in a word that's the word yeah, the Jimmy Awards, um, high school students who have won top prizes in their high schools uh, descend upon New York 
and um, do a very long, first of all, a show, but a long kind of coaching process to win the coveted Jimmy Awards, which are scholarships to college. Um, it is incredible to see their camaraderie uh, and to see people from all over the country. I mean, there are students from all different kinds of backgrounds with different exposure to theater, but all share this incredible passion for the craft that the three of us have been so privileged to make a living at for a number of years. Yeah, the energy is through the roof because these kids, first of all, you know, they're being flown to New York from all over the country. They've won their local awards, you know, top prizes and, uh, you know, their local communities and in their school productions. And they're getting flown to New York and meeting all these other kids from all over the country who have also, you know, reached that kind of level. So they're in a pool of talent that they're like so excited. They're looking around themselves in in complete awe at their fellow uh, students and also, of course, at us, the coaches who have had these um, these Broadway careers that they dream about and they get to learn directly from us. And frankly, we learn a lot from them, I think. Mm Um, I think it's an equal inspiration machine. And then um, they get to perform on Broadway, on a Broadway stage at the Minskoff Theater, uh, which is... Yeah, which is like just an incredible thing. And keeping in mind, too, that for some of these kids, not all, but for some of them, it's their very first trip to New York City. Um, They are fans of the theater. They love the theater. They've been awakened by the theater. They're passionate about art. And they're getting to visit... Uh, New York for the first time and really be in the company and in the in the energy of what it is to be in New York and around Broadway and around other actors, uh, both people who are in Adam and Shelley's position and, to, you know, other students, as it's been stated before, and, you know, to have an opportunity to really continue to study as they get ready to present for this award. Yeah. It's electric. It really is. You've never seen eyes so wide. Yeah. We also get introduced <laughs> to the rigor because they theory. work hard. Yeah. They have a lot Thank of rehearsals. You. They're navigating their excitement and sometimes, you know, seasonal allergies and illness. <laughs> and you know, there's always a like time of, of tears of like, no, I can't sing my voice. And we're like, you know what? This happens. This is what you do eight shows a week. We're going to help you figure it out. Like it's, uh, I was going to say, is there like, is there a lot of squealing or are there, or do people not squeal because they have to save their voices? There's a, uh, there's a little, there's a lot of both. There's a lot of, I mean, how can you not? New York is, amazing. I mean, if this is where you've always wanted to be your whole life, and you finally get here, and you're around, you know, the caliber of talent around you, you're you're meeting your peers, which only like makes the level of talent rise, because you're learning from your peers, you're learning from your coaches, you're learning from the director and choreographers, you are getting very little sleep, you're seeing Broadway shows. I mean, (laughs) their senses are on over, it's a sensory overload, and then they end on the Minskoff stage. I mean, come on. And then they just like sleep for a while. Yeah, for several weeks they sleep. Yeah. Did the three of you, when you were kind of coming up as performers, have anything like the Jimmys, or did you do like competitions? when I was going Last year when I was a mere child. (laughs) No, it's amazing. I think we all say every year, like, this is incredible. You know, I think. This is incredible. Yes. Yeah, no, nothing like this exists that I knew of on this kind of scope existed. No, exactly. Yeah, that's exactly I mean, right, Adam. I played in bands and orchestras, so like I played in an orchestra that played 
Carnegie Hall, a youth orchestra, you I know, that, that kind of thing. Too, yeah. Same. But, yes. yeah, but yeah. there wasn't that, but that didn't exist for theater. There mm-hmm. wasn't that kind of a thing for theater. So yeah, it's, it's really exciting yeah. that it's opened up to theater artists mm-hmm. in that way. Well, absolutely. I mean, in my hometown, there was something called Governor School, and I went to Governor School for Tennessee, and it was, you know, musicians from all over, you know, the state gathering together, you know, for, for kind of like intensive camp for, you know, four weeks or five weeks or so, but nothing on the scale of for theater, for actors, for actors and musicians, singers um, on this scale at all. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm curious how much of uh, the Jimmy's existing in the first place and, you know, feeling like it has this sort of heightened profile in the past few years has to do with the change that seems to be happening where it is theater is really becoming like a huge thing for young people like in a more public way than it ever was before you know since Hamilton is is there a feeling like there's more of a spotlight on the show or like more kids or the, the competition to get into it is getting higher or anything the like big that change I think and maybe perhaps even one of the reasons why this whole thing is able to exist is because of social media and because of mm-hmm. YouTube mm. <clears throat> yeah. and I think the reason why Broadway is um, is is transitioning in the way that it is, uh, both in terms of the content itself, shows like Dear Evan Hansen, and in terms of the audiences it's able to reach, is because of YouTube. I mean, the YouTube these, you know, you can live anywhere and be exposed to Broadway now mm-hmm. because thanks to YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't yeah. tell you the amount of people I see at the band's visit stage door that say. Oh my God! I saw the Rent, you know, DVD, the the 2008 Rent filmed live on Broadway, and that was my introduction to musical yeah. theater, and, and this yeah. is the reason why I'm doing it. And of course, that entire thing is now available on YouTube. Um, you know, as is, right. I think probably didn't they film Memphis as well? And isn't that's probably yeah, absolutely Broadway sh- video? Absolutely. Yeah, you know, it's because of these things. I think Broadway is a lot more accessible and attainable and desirable as an art form, and. Um, just they, they want to touch it. They want to actually be able to touch it, not just mm-hmm. watch it on their computer screens. I think also Glee had a big yeah, part true. of like making yeah. Broadway cool. You know, suddenly mm-hmm. you know it <laughs> it showed a lot of kids that are in a lot of um, I should say young people. It showed a lot of young people mm-hmm. um, a place where they belong. And I think that yeah. it's a little hard to navigate when you are in towns where you're not like everybody else mm-hmm. and you kind of don't yeah. know where those places are and you find that local theater, whether it's in your high school or whether it's your community theater and you realize like, oh my gosh, these are, this is a safe space. And not only is it a safe space for me to be who I am, it's also a safe space for me to explore all of this, this creativity that's inside me. And I think Glee did a really great job of making young people aware that this world exists for them. No, completely. Yeah, and, and in terms of... Oh, no, go ahead, know, Monty, go, sorry. <laughs> oh, so sorry, I didn't mean to... I can't see you guys. Um, <laughs> uh, and in terms of uh, accessibility, um, it's really, I think there's something, too, about, for example, in Hamilton, we have Eduham, we have, you know, uh, whole performances during the school year that are completely bought out and made for students, and they come, they study the source material, they create art based show, and then they present it on our stages, and then they see the show. And it just, it, it, it makes them honest, forward-thinking, present, very knowledgeable audience members, but it also gives them a way in that it's not just 
you know, busing someone to a theater, sitting them down in the seat and, and like putting up a piece in front of them. That that is it may not be as uh what's the word? available mm-hmm. if they weren't so invested. And that's something too that I think is really important, has made it um very, very, very uh easy in a good way for theater to be available and to be so desirable to uh, a number of young people. It's thrilling. It's thrilling to watch. And I was just going to say, too, that uh, to Adam's point about YouTube, that I think YouTube has made the Jimmys itself super accessible. Yeah. I feel like going down, (laughs) it's very easy to go down a Jimmy's spiral on YouTube for like many hours. Yeah. Yeah. And now because of that, too, yeah, yeah, there there are, you know, actors like, like us who you know, for whom the Jimmys were not uh, an option, mm-hmm. who are just fans of the Jimmys because of YouTube. Like, I, I'll see at the awards at the Men's Golf, I'll see colleagues of mine, I'll be like, what are you doing? And they're like, oh my God, I'm such a fan of the Jimmys. Like, I've been watching them on YouTube, you know. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. are all about it. Who don't miss it. Like, Broadway producers who are like, oh my God, I'm going to the Jimmys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Are you like are you scouting talent? Well, yes, but also, more than that, I just love it. But they say, like, do you have an extra ticket? It's like the hottest ticket to get. As a matter of fact, as coaches, they're like, if you're not using your ticket by this date, it will be gone. And like, there will be no way for you to get in. Like, it is, it is the hottest ticket on Broadway. It's crazy. And I think that such a big part of that is that the, these, these solos that the, uh, the participants all perform and you're like, you're seeing high school students who sound like professional Eponines and like Rena Sweeney's and uh, these huge roles. So I wanted to talk a little bit about as coaches yeah. working with the kids on their solos and also, you know, it's as really, a judge, how you're so wonderful. Yeah. How you look at someone who is in high school, but is kind of at professional level. And, um, you know, how do you begin <laughs> to work with them? Do you ever encounter a kid who's chosen a solo that is like a really bad choice for them and have to oh, yeah. guide them through that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you yeah. know, listen, as with all things, you know, I mean, there are, there are fantastic attorneys and there are not so great attorneys. There are fantastic <laughs> actors. There are okay actors. You know what I mean? Like every gradient, there are great biologists and there are so-so biologists. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's, so it's, it's true across a number, a number of platforms. And what I, what I always appreciate about the Jimmys particularly is even if you have a kid who is compared to his or her colleagues not as strong in their development the fact that they are doing it is the empowering thing Mm -hmm. you know i mean everybody's on a different learning curve and a different process and what is extraordinary in one city or in one group of kids um competing for an award locally it's very different three states over three towns over so on and so forth and the kids are just in a different place but they're all working just as hard i have always as an artist responded to that energy as strongly as i've responded to someone who is just truly fantastic like they just have an inherent sort of talent level that is you know heads and shoulders above this that and the other thing so it's it's all good and it's all relative and as a judge particularly um i love seeing that because the potential is there it always is it's just in different spaces depending on the kid you mm. know yeah i think that the i agree with everything you just said montego 100 yeah um when i'm in the room when the when the young people come into the room they bring in three songs and we help them choose the song that's best for them and that's where sometimes I encounter some pushback. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Because 
you know, and I've, I've said this every year, and I'm sure I will say it tomorrow when we start to go through songs. <laughs> um, but, you know, some of these young people are the character person, the older feeling of their high school. So they will play Tevia. Yeah. They will play some yeah. of these, like, you know, Mama Rose. Reno Sweeney. Reno, you know, they'll, Rose, they'll play yeah. these roles for their high school because it in that world, they are the oldest type of teenager that exists. And they'll come in and they'll, right. they'll do the song and I'll say, you know, you are going to be a young person. You should do songs that re- represent you. And they don't know how to identify <laughs> with that. And I tell them, like, we actually right. have old people in New York. We will not hire young people <laughs> to play old people. Like, otherwise, like, my, none of my friends would work. So, so we are actually, like, <laughs> so you have to find, like, bubbly songs that represent your personality. And that's where I yeah. feel like some coaches around, you know, the country – have to remind them that although you're playing this part in high school, when you get into real life situations, when you're auditioning for college, you need to find material that represents the happy, bubbly look that you have. Hmm. So sometimes right. when they really want to sing stars, I'm really pushing them to <laughs> sing something that is going to show us who they are. Um, right. Yeah, that's the... Right. That's the... Um, the biggest challenge mm-hmm. I have, I think, in the room. And we're also coaching them for a very specific type of performance mm-hmm. on a big Broadway yeah. stage, you know, in this in this particular competition. So the song choices that we gear them towards is, it, you know, we have that in our minds. It's not, there, there might be a song that they can perform brilliantly that would be best suited for a small cabaret kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah. we're talking, you know, big Broadway. It's, so. it's a big space, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, can you recall like any examples of someone coming in with just a crazy trio that they that they want to try to do? Oh, I have more examples of the the people who nailed it. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, anyone who comes in with a (laughs) yeah, the 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 it's never sometimes there's a little bit of resistance, which I always think is a little funny when they're like, "But I I'm gonna do this other song," and I think. One of us has been on Broadway. Like you're gonna, you're gonna want to listen to me on this one. Um, but, but, but you know, so sometimes there's a little of the tude, and we'll go, okay, well, you know, and sometimes I'll let their peers weigh in on it, and you know, it's night and day. It's always yeah. clear. It's never a question of what song people should sing, mm-hmm. and the whole room is like, oh yeah. Um, but the the people who've nailed it, who've really come in, and we pick the song and. You know, the excitement, the young woman who won last year, um, it was so interesting. She was, she's a little shy by nature, and she sang um, the big song from Waitress, and she Mm -hmm. had incredible natural ability. And I said to her, I want to do an exercise. I'm a very tactile person. So I took Mm -hmm. everything that I could in the room um, and put it in a bag. And I was like, while you're singing the song, I want you to throw every single item. And so, like, she burst water bottles. She threw chairs. And, like, she really – and, like, I needed to get rage out of her. I needed for her to find yeah. that. And then I was mm-hmm. like, great. Now you can't let any of that out and sing the song. And I was like, if you do that, you're going to win this thing. <laughs> because she was she was so smart that if she could yeah. unlock and keep that lid just like percolating, there's something so exciting about the story she had. To, she'd made good choices. She just needed that yeah. fire. 
and I wasn't yeah. I wasn't in town for the Jimmys, but I had um, my companyist for the, the week texting me, and he was like, "Oh my gosh, she nailed it!" Like, so I was getting like up to date texts in real time. <laughs> well, I'm super excited that it's going to be live streamed this year because I'm going to be in Colorado again, and yeah. this year I can watch it, which I'm excited about. Um, but I I like that performance. I could see it in my head. Like I knew exactly that she had nailed it. Um, when I was getting the text, I'm like, oh, I, it was exciting to know that she was brave enough to go that far on that stage in that, that night. Yeah. Because it's replicating that in front of all those people, not letting l- nerves get in the way and going to your safe space, which is like, this is what I yeah. do well. What she did was brave. And that's exciting. Yeah, very. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Yeah, it is thrilling to watch. As you're ultimately thinking about, you know, this this is a competition, someone is going to win, um, and the way they're judged is, is probably going to affect, you know, what they do going forward. How do you guys balance looking at natural ability versus looking at someone who maybe isn't all the way there yet or doesn't have just a, like, perfect gift right now but has the potential, has the work ethic, you know, maybe is a good actor – Um, But, like, the voice needs some work. Like, how are you balancing taking all those things into account? Is it ultimately just who's giving the best performance or just who you see possibly having a career? I think at the end of the day, this whole competition, which that word is is tricky. Yeah, it feels a little tricky, right? Yeah, ultimately, it's, it's... it's not about the competition. Ultimately, it's yeah. it's an affirmation of one's own work and one yeah. and one's yeah. own. You know, <clears throat> what you put in is what you're gonna get. Is what you're gonna get out. And it's not about who wins, who loses. You know, it's about the journey that you take and 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 um, what you what you can put in, get out from the week. I mean, we see huge transformations, mm-hmm. and those are not necessarily the people that win. I mean, th- this this whole. The winning anything in art is so subjective and crazy. You know what I mean? It's, it can't like win a piece of art, uh, but we do it, and that's our. But the reason why we do it is because it lights that fire under all of us. I mean, it and and it, and it fosters a community. Really, I mean, it's what the Tony Awards do. It's like we're not necessarily we we can't all get behind this idea that one thing or one person is the best when it's a completely subjective thing but Mm -hmm. it is truly about the transformation and the dialogue and the you know the 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 transfer of inspiration from one student to another student from teacher to student from student to teacher it's just a yeah it's a love fest of inspiration it is i will say too from the judging perspective 
you know, one of the beauties of the Jimmy Awards is that we have an opportunity to hear all of the students do one or two selections from their own rep that they brought uh, days before, one or two days before. And so what it does is gives them an opportunity, again, wherever they are in their process, it gives us an opportunity to hear them doing, doing a song from a show that they did not win their local award for, something that they've personally chosen that they want to put forward. Um, it, it's a great opportunity to encourage doing material, doing work, as Adam says, that furthers your process and is not solely for the purpose of quote unquote winning an award or quote unquote competition. And that is just as important. It's like um, if you're training students in the theater, certainly I was trained this way, we didn't just study acting and voice and movement. I also did crew work. I also built set. I also did things like that. And that sort of cross train, that sort of being able to have other experiences around a larger experience is really important. It makes for a well-rounded individual. And being able to present music from other parts of their rep or other things that they're interested in putting forward to judges and to their peers is really, really important. And I've um, never, yeah. That, that's the part of the, That's also part of the, the process of the Jimmies that um, it, I think is hugely important because it just allows everyone to have an opportunity to do more than one thing. Yeah. And, I, you know, you go to the after party and it, it's not like there's never a situation where there are kids crying in a corner. It's no. always just no. complete celebration. <laughs> no. And it's wow, celebrated. I was part yes. of something incredible. And wow, I have learned yeah. so much and I'm so grateful to have been a part of this thing versus damn it I lost you know and they make <laughs> yep, friends not that at all you know they yes. make they really My become friends, you know I'm, I'm guessing they keep up and they keep in touch but it's really sweet to yeah. see these bonds happen over a couple days mm-hmm. yeah well not necessarily looking at it as a competition but it seems like there like you said there is a rigor to the preparation process and in many ways it seems like these kids are being held to a, a high standard and kind of being shown a little bit what it takes to be a Broadway performer um, at the same time as you've made clear like so much of this is about warmth and community and that aspect of the theater community so it seems like in a very short span of time they're seeing kind of like the wonderful things about the theater community, but also like the really hard work it takes mm-hmm. um, and yes. coming as the, as Which they're important. And I, I, I mean, I, as someone who like you, I did orchestra in high school and college. And I know that there's a difference between being a star where you come from and then coming to some, something like the Jimmy's <laughs> and being like, Ooh, there are like 49 others of me. <laughs> is, is that, is, do you ever see that being kind of something these, um, performers need to kind of negotiate and get used to or is it nothing but like oh my god other kids like me I'm so happy there's both there's all of it yeah I think you see the ones that come in yeah yeah you you see you see the the ones that come in with a sort of wall up that and that gets broken down Mm -hmm. um and of course there are sometimes where where it doesn't happen um I mean, they've all auditioned before, you know, they've they're mm-hmm. all been in their shows and they've all gotten the lead or some probably in some shows not gotten the lead. You know, you see the chasm of the kids who have had private teachers their whole life mm-hmm. and the ones who mm-hmm. have like a really good music teacher that believes in them. And sometimes the more polished isn't the most interesting. Um, and there's a certain like 
swagger that someone's had like a ton of coaching feels and 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 I sometimes I've really tried to encourage um the confidence in someone who feels diminutive because they have not had the means to have the same level of coaching as their peers and kind of show yeah. them that they their talent is unique to them and there's no way you yeah. can polish something more and that's why we're here you know they're getting like great polishing from great coaches but what they walk yeah. into the room with their own unique talent no one can replicate um and so it's it's been really exciting and also talking with them not all of them want to be in theater and so, Isn't you know, they're getting amazing? like, the, yeah, they're getting like the confidence of this. And they're like, yeah, I think I'm going to, you know, major in marketing. And I was like, you're going to yep. stand up in front of a room and win them over because you've got the skills. Like these, these are great yep. life skills for you. Mm-hmm. You're navigating you know, lots of personalities. You're getting confidence. You have this gift that's uniquely yours. You're finding your voice. Like there is no losing in this process for them. Right. <laughs> Right. I think that's hugely, but that is such a great way to say it, Shelley, because there's no, there's no losing. It's celebration. It's affirmation. It's learning. It's breaking down to build up. It's, it's, it's rigor. It's work. You know how like just doing like a good day's work makes you feel the most, sometimes just the most confident about yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, you just like, you can look at yourself and go, I put in a good hard day today. And that's, that's the stuff, that's the stuff that, you know, you can't, you can't buy it in a store. You really just have to do it. And being able to do it with other people who are like you, heaven. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that another thing that has put the Jimmies on another level um, lately is uh, everybody knowing that stars have come out of the Jimmies uh, recently. Maybe best known is uh, Eva Noblezada, who was the star of Miss Saigon last year, got a Tony nomination, mm-hmm. um, but she's not the only one. And I'm curious how much her you see her experience affecting um, the expectations of the kids or if it's too soon to know um, or, or that just the fact that she had that success, like what effect it's had on um, the competitors coming in. I think they all know. Yeah. <laughs> they, you know, especially yeah. once you've made it to the Jimmies, if you didn't know before, you're going to go down you that YouTube spiral yeah. that, you know, half of that audience has already gone down. And you're going to know it's a, it's a thing. And I, I think it's an inspiring thing. I think they're inspired to, um, you know, to, 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 to work even harder because of it, knowing that those kinds of opportunities are out there and are feasible for them. Out there. Oh, my gosh, Adam, yeah. you're so right. <laughs> I, last year I went in and I was going to start to introduce myself and they were like, we know who you are. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. Uh, like, this is the most, like, tech-savvy research. Like, yeah. we've, we've seen the video. We're very clear. And I was like, oh, so we can just start. <laughs> like, it was so then let's dive in. Then yeah. by all means, let's dive in. <laughs> Just oh, dive that's in. great. <laughs> oh my god. So what? So what point are the three of you at right now with preparing for this year? I start tomorrow yeah. with the coaching tomorrow morning. Is that same? same yeah, thing? I was like, I'm gonna have some coffee and yeah, show yeah, up yeah, tomorrow. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then coffee, I'm gonna yeah. pretty much roll in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I am currently in Chicago working on Hamilton, so I will not be able to judge, but I will be uh, live streaming, cheering on, watching in insane excitement um, as the kids do their thing. And I'm actually on Central Time in Chicago, so I'll have to line up all my bits and pieces technologically to make it so. But (laughs) I'll be cheering from the Windy City. Since you've all been involved for at least 
more than one year um, with the Jimmies. I'm I'm always amazed by the songs that the um, performers choose. Some of them are, like we've said, you know, very predictable, big favorite Broadway songs, but some of them are from like really obscure shows um, and <laughs> not what I would expect a high school kid to necessarily choose as a showpiece. So I'm curious what you've been most surprised by over the years, if you see any trends in the kinds of songs that um, they're choosing, uh, if you have any ideas of what you might hear a lot of going into this year. I bet you were going to get a lot of Dear Evan Hansen. Mm-hmm. I'm imagining yeah. that there yeah. would be a, a lot of that, um, which is beautiful band, music. Yeah, probably no bands visit. <laughs> and I would imagine next year there will also be very little bands visit material. But yes, I think I agree. Dear Evan Hansen, is, I imagine, will be a big one. Uh, we didn't have much Hamilton yeah. last year. We might have a little Hamilton yeah. this year. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Maybe one or two bits. You never know. I also feel like the Jimmys, again, from a like, sort of a judging perspective, tends to be a bit of a, um, what's it, in one way a barometer, and in other ways like a wonderful sort of celebration of our of our archives. You know what I mean? So you will, there have been times I've been sitting there as a judge, and there's been a group come up, and out of what ten young women, eight of them are thoroughly modern Millie. And right. then two of them are you know, Belle. You know what I mean? And then you get another group, and there's a Baker's Wife, there's a Millie, there's a Belle, there's a an Aida, there's a you know a Seeley, there's a you know what I mean? There's a Peggy Sawyer. It's just so it, it, it tends to represent to, to come across at, in the end as a wonderful sort of cross section of you know what it is these phenomenal roles for men and women that the theater has to offer, and whatever is currently playing on Broadway. Um, makes its way in, in, in my opinion, almost immediately. Do you know what I mean? There's there's yeah. very little delay. It's not like we got to put it on ice for about five years and then suddenly it's you know in the Jimmies. Um, again, talking talking about what Adam and I were, were speaking on earlier about the accessibility of the theater, accessibility of Broadway shows and performances, so on and so forth. You know, they can get their hands on it and they respond to it. It's going to make it into the Jimmies, and that is really great. It's yeah. It's totally. It's a great way to put it, Montego. Celebration of the archives. It is what it feels like. I think, mm-hmm. and and to that point, it's always wonderfully surprising when somebody plucks something out of the canon that hasn't been heard in a long time, or that is perhaps a little bit yes. more obscure but artful and well crafted. You know, yeah. um, so much of it, like anything else, really, like any kind of open audition, is about song selection. Um, yeah. So I would encourage any young listeners out there. Uh, to <laughs> really to to do to do the research and to uh, go deep. There's so much rich material. Um, and lyrics, absolutely. lyrics, lyrics. Yeah, tell lyrics. stories oh that mean something to you, not just notes. Please. Was, lyrics, lyrics, so lyrics. True. Oh my gosh, Shelley. Yes. <laughs> so true. What what do you respond to? What do you respond to? Because it can be something that's that's really outstanding. But frankly, as a as an artist, I don't necessarily respond to it. However, there could be another role, another score, another you know story that the minute I pick it up, I'm in. You know, you respond to it so strongly. So it, it, I think there's never a way you can lose. And I don't mean lose a competition. I mean lose in terms of like your investment in a piece if you're telling a story that you really respond to. Yeah, I can tell the difference when someone really loves a song, like in their soul, and yeah. another in an, when, yeah. in the difference when they think that they sound really good singing a song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm sure. And it's you I know <laughs> the the set the latter is just yes, far sure. less interesting. You know, the mm-hmm. one where yeah. I can really yeah. see like there's something going on in there. Whew, that's yeah. exciting. 
Um, if it's That's not putting funny. you on the spotlight too much, uh, if you were in high school now and uh, bringing a solo to the Jimmys, what do you think each of you would want to sing, regardless of whether it's the right choice Are or not? Are you assuming that we would have the intelligence as a high school student that we right. hopefully have now? <laughs> I mean, I sing on my own, which was like an epic fail, like now. But I was like, oh, that was so unfortunate. Like, I totally sang that in 1990 when I was auditioning yeah. for colleges. I, like, are you asking, like, a, in a time travel sense? Like, if in we were a time to go travel back. Sense, like, high school you. We don't know what we sort know of now. Not totally aware. Yeah. Gotcha. Unaware. Yeah. 17 year old Adam. Oh, man. Adam. Oh, you know, actually, I was starting to get sad. It depends at what point in high school you were talking. If we reached, if the Jimmys reached me towards the end of uh, high school, I would have known my Sondheim and I would have brought in a, like, I would have tried to do, if I could, I don't, I'm forgetting the rules, but if I could have done like a gender bending Sondheim, mm. I remember singing totally. when I was 17, singing uh, Losing My Mind. <laughs> <laughs> But also so right. But also so right. (laughs) Because you know what's so funny is like now that I am of age, um, the same angsty feelings I felt at 17, I also feel in my late 40s. (laughs) I'm like, oh, yes. I do remember that feeling, and it's back. It's so I do great like, for an angsty yeah. teenager. Yeah, regardless, yeah. yeah. like right. sing your feelings, right? Yeah. But, and actually, yeah. yeah. but now I'm so remembering. Good. I didn't know about really. that kind of material until I grew up close to New York City. So I did a summer. Um, I did like an NYU summer thing, and I studied with Alex Corey, who played ended up playing Yenta with me in Fiddler on Broadway. But she was my teacher. <laughs> Uh, when I was 17 oh my gosh. and she was the first person to really teach me about like telling a story through lyrics lyrics and we discovered or I discovered through her Sondheim and you know uh, uh, treating oh. a song as a monologue but yeah. before that yeah probably would have been like Les Mis I would say something like that <laughs> which also it. was beautiful yes oh totally I was yes. so sad oh my God. Yeah. yeah 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 what about you Montego Oh my gosh, I came to Sondheim in school as well, and I would have hands down chosen Dot Sunday in the Park because I just wanted to <laughs> be. There was something about the like pointillist complexity of the whole thing <laughs> that I was like, I'm so into this, Very and I, I probably could couldn't be, begin to sing Move On, but I would have wanted to do that. And I remember actually, fast forward to one of my. Um, college friends was doing his recital and he chose Move On as one of his duets in recital through the music school and he asked me to sing it with him and I remember thinking oh my gosh yeah 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 so I probably would have chosen that and now now and then um, for sure well I I approve of all of these selections I'm not I'm trying to think what I would have done I don't know I feel like I was singing a lot of Miss Saigon with my friends yeah. in high school. Oh, yeah. so. I was singing Jekyll and Hyde. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, like, there was oh, chess. Yeah. Chess, I mean, you know, totally. Yes. That's what we were singing yes. back in then. In fact, I, brought, I remember to Alex Corey's class, yes. I brought in anthem from chess. Like, on the first day, like, show, oh, yeah. you know, of do course. something. So I brought an anthem from chess and I don't care about expensive things from Chicago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't care about love. And she was like, how about some Sondheim? Yeah. I was like, what's that? <laughs> I think my voice changed by then, but you, know, you get the point. <laughs> you, you knew you had range. <laughs> you did. You're like, I have it in so many ways. Yes. I can do it all. 
But hopefully these kids are exposed to, you know, a lot of material as well by coming to this. Yeah, I do see them writing down yeah. songs that they like that other people <laughs> sing. You know, it's like keep those notebooks out and very yeah. savvy ones are like, mm, I'm putting that in my book. That's awesome. Yeah, but that's yeah. a book. That's so great. Absolutely. That's how you gather. That's how you do it. Again, I love that. The exchange of information, the exchange of, you know, their processes, wherever they are, the, the community, the camaraderie, the, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's meant to be so rich and just something as simple as hearing another student sing a song and go, wow, I really respond to that. I'm going to write that down. I mean, it's, that's, that's the first step and it takes you so far, yeah. so far. Well, I'm getting super psyched about it just listening to you guys talk about it. So I hope that it's a, a fun next few days for you. And uh, thanks for coming in. Thank you. Thank Yay. you. It is my pleasure. All I have to do is pretend I never knew him on those very rare occasions when he steals into my heart. Better to have lost him. When the ties were barely binding Better the contempt Of the familiar cannot start That was 2017, Jimmy's finalist Jasmine Rogers singing Easy as Life from Aida. Jasmine is one of my favorite finds, personally, in the YouTube world of the Jimmys. So if you can't get tickets to this year's Jimmy ceremony, and it is a hard ticket to get, as Adam and Shelley said, uh, great news. This show, which is the 10th annual one, is being live streamed on Facebook thanks to a partnership with Dear Evan Hansen and Wells Fargo. And that is the first time it's ever happened. So I would highly recommend tuning in. Tony winner Laura Benanti is going to be this year's host, and she's hilarious. If you're a fan of Billboard on Broadway, as always, I encourage you to subscribe and to give us lots of nice stars and reviews on iTunes. You can always find me on Twitter at Rebecca Millsoff, on Instagram at YouDownWithRMM. You can use hashtag Billboard on Broadway to write all over the internet about how wonderful the podcast is and hope to have you back next week. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.